0: Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Lafanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted, we're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper, it's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 27, this Broad, our final session of the year. Of <laughs> uh, the what year? No, just see her shoulders. She went up <laughs> like a little kid. <laughs> okay, interns. Um, as you know, our disbroad sessions are kind of loosey, bootsy, fancy free, <laughs> spicy, mm-hmm. It's spicy. You know, so this is this might not be for the parents. <laughs> Just keeping my mouth shut. (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna, well, we're gonna try to start off by talking about how we're going to end twenty twenty. You want me to start, y'all? (laughs) Sure. Because I no (laughs) can I was gonna say because I don't know, but so we have we're gonna close our office uh, balance speaking. We're gonna close the office for about a week and a half, and I have been working on a curriculum for um, families of addicts It's called addiction hurts everyone. And I keep going back and making changes to it. So I keep saying it's not ready. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to finish my corrections and the participant book. And I'm going to put my stamp on it and say, I'm done. Hmm. That's big yeah get her done so okay. that's one thing I'm gonna do and I'll I'll pass the mic <laughs> okay um I think one of the things that I kind of want to finish out for the year is I want to do some decluttering there are some areas in my house that I've kind of been wanting to kind of get under control for quite some time you know, we don't have a shed so we have lots of <laughs> like storage closets mm-hmm. <laughs> um and since you know we don't have children, we have extra bedrooms in our house. So they just have kind of become makeshift sheds. So I would like to condense some stuff down and just kind of get some things in order and some of those, you know, that extra space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I got a lot of projects that I'm working on. A few of those y'all know. Um, so I really want to get those where they are ready for the world to see even if there's still like little tweaking here and there that needs to be done. But I want to get some of that stuff off my plate so I can not go into the new year with all this stress and anxiety on me mm-hmm. um, and just have things work the way we want them to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that idea of, well, all of us set a a project that we want to complete. And I think that's, that's important to not take, you know, the things that we were doing, in 2020 you know to to the next year if we can help it you know sometimes Mm. we can't help it but you know it's good to finish some things that we can as much as we can as best as we can so that we can move on to new things I feel like the end of the year is always like a the litmus test for like what have you done and (laughs) what do you need to do (laughs) you know what I mean not from a negative place but just more so like hey okay you you did X, Y, and Z but you also got this coming on the horizon so get to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It becomes like a mad dash sometimes (laughs) (laughs) which is ironic considering technically the 31st to the 1st is not the beginning of anything really Mm -hmm. because the beginning starts in spring if you really follow you know the seasons but true but this okay. is the dead of night winter <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know our calendar says that's mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. you know 12 or you know eleven fifty nine fifty nine. that's it um so it always kind of has this last minute like i don't know why our minds tell us that if we don't get this done by that time that some gonna happen to us, yeah. Um, or like we failed um, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. I mean, we still live to see another day. So, oh well. A Unless lot of us don't. do. <laughs> 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 a lot of us do. So you know, if you still live to see another day, like you have tomorrow to to complete the project, or because another thing that I wanted to do, you you were saying declutter. I want to um organize cuz like under my, you know, bathroom sinks, I just have like stuff just <laughs> under the sink. Mm-hmm. So I need to put some organizers under there so I can see things better cuz I can't stand it. it. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's why I said there's lots of areas in in my home that are it's just what I visually not what I want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not necessarily that it's dirty or You know, anything like that. It's just visually when I look, I want my stuff to look like, you know, Chip and Joanna. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what I want. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when I open my cabinet, I want that thing to be labeled with clear glass. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Yes. Yes. I like the organization. Yeah. I'm here for that. And then another thing health wise, I am next week going to try my best since I have to stop eating meat for my health. I'm going to start my best. I mean, try my best to start eating vegetables, more vegetables, (laughs) maybe only vegetables next week, or maybe you see how it keeps listening or maybe, (laughs) or maybe do like two or three days of just, you know, out of the week eating just vegetables. I mean, I kind of cut myself out of some of uh, a lot of the meat now anyway, since Mm -hmm. I'm just eating fish and chicken, but I haven't had chicken. I mean, fish in a while. So now I just need to read the chicken. So it's hard. It is. Well maybe just start with like one whole meal is nothing but vegetables. And then work your way up. Yeah. That way you're not overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. If I start the supplemental program mm-hmm. that I'm getting ready to start, I will have to cut it in yeah. six days. So that's why I'm trying to like go mm-hmm. ahead and yeah. start it fast if I can. But yeah. I mean that is a good idea to just start one meal. Um, But because I do have some time because I haven't gotten the supplements yet. So I have some time, but yeah. Hey, y'all know I'm all for do the thing. (laughs) Y'all know I do my little detox twice a year and it be raw. Mm -mm. Nothing but raw foods. It is a struggle that first couple of days. And then after that, it's like, bam. Mm, mm. Yeah, (laughs) mm. I don't think I could ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) No. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. I don't have a choice. Otherwise, you got things you're doing. You got things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to reveal those things yet. Oh, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. y'all don't get to know everything now, right? We have right, clients yeah. that listen to this. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, they they would figure it out anyway. Though, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sick or anything. I'm not sick, so don't think. Uh, i- you just reminded me some of our clients do listen. They'd be like, "Oh my God, is Doctor Joe sick?" Okay, I'm not no. sick. <laughs> But, I mean, we got lives, too. Mm-hmm. We got things we want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because I think all three of us have been on a health journey. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I think it ebbs and flows on the intensity of that journey. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but I definitely think if I had an additional kind of, and I don't even know if this is necessarily a wrap-up, but something that I am being more diligent and focused on is being more mindful on what choices I'm making, Mm -hmm. you know, definitely learning that moderation. I don't know, and I don't even know if that's a word I really want to use is what comes to mind, but learning more about what I want versus what I need, and then kind of like the the combination of them two things coming together discipline yes yeah. yeah discipline is very important I mean when when we know like we all know what's healthy for us for the most part and for the yeah but we just don't want to do it because <laughs> it's it tastes like grass <laughs> <laughs> it does oh. And so we don't want to eat grass. Girl, Dare get on me about that green smoothie kick about maybe once a month. You mm. remember when you was doing that green smoothie thing? <laughs> I'd be like, yes. He'd be like, what happened to that? I stopped doing it. Because, you know, it tastes exactly the same. It doesn't matter yes. what fruit combination I put in there. It t- all tastes like grass and fruit. <laughs> like I just went outside and picked a whole bunch of, you know, crab grass and just ate an apple. Grab <laughs> grass Ooh, and ate an apple. She's okay. angry. You can tell she died it right now. Yeah, she is yeah. angry. <laughs> it better taste better than them egg whites. Oh, oh. Oh man. Can we talk about egg whites for a second? <laughs> I thought I loved eggs. And I probably still do. But they need the yolk in them. <laughs> they need yolk and they need some sort of fat anybody that tells you that eggs with no type of fat. So when I'm, when I say this, I mean, you either cooking them in butter or some sort of vegetable oil or something. Um, eggs are disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) If you just like, I'm just going to eat them like steamed, I guess. I don't know what kind of way. I don't, (laughs) I'm telling you guys, like my throat was literally closing up. Like it would not, Swallow no more of those eggs. Yeah. Yeah. She's, we were going through a detox. And mm. throughout that detox, we could only eat egg whites and, you know, certain meats and vegetables. And so for breakfast, we would try to, you know, first two days, we was like, yes, 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 we got, got, got this. <laughs> These yeah. eggs are good. Okay, okay. By that third day, yeah, we wasn't so chipper. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like chewing up mush in my mouth, and they had no flavor because at this point you can't use salt. Like it's literally just egg eggs whites, no salt, no butter, no oil, no pepper. I mean, you probably could use pepper because they said you could use non salt seasoning, but everybody on the planet know that if you use Mrs Dash with no salt, it don't taste like nothing. <laughs> it's like mrs dash no sponsorship doesn't have like it don't penetrate <laughs> <laughs> it just sit on top these little yes. wood chips it and does. stuff that's what it looked like yeah, and I then mean, they mad. got different like different flavors on the label but it ain't no flavor it might from you know what it now reminds we say that of? chipotle one is good but it's because it's finer you know what i'm saying like, and it oh, got a little spice it has like mm-hmm. some little like red pepper flakes in there i see i've never had the chipotle one but you know what no sponsor, I like that. You know what uh <laughs> those salt free seasonings <laughs> <laughs> remind me of? Another no sponsored LaCroix. It's like the <laughs> It's, the essence. it's oh. the essence of seasoning. The essence of flavor. But then it like it ain't none. <laughs> I love LaCroix, so I can't talk bad about it. It's that. like you put a Kool Aid packet in some water. No. Even that's flavorful. This is like you open you drinking. Seltzer water, but you smell in the Kool-Aid packet at the same time. <laughs> That's why I don't do flavor water. I've I've never because I'm like it start making my mouth get juicy in a bad way. I'm like it's not there. It's yeah. not there. I'm mm-mm. a texture and taste person. So if the taste is is some off, my mouth ain't gonna do right. If the texture, like with these egg whites, mm-hmm. oh, mm-mm. yeah, I'm like mm-mm, get it out of my mouth. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't realize how much salt changes, like completely transforms the f- the taste of food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? That's why it used to be a uh, um, currency back mm-hmm. in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or we say stuff like, take it with, with a grain of salt. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Make like, better. Yeah. okay, <laughs> salt just completely transforms your food, like in a major way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even eat that much salt. I don't either. I really only use pink Himalayan salt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it. And it's like the fresh kind where you grind it up so you know you really ain't getting a whole bunch of salt in there. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? I was telling the ladies earlier, I was like, I don't think I can cook. (laughs) <laughs> i think i don't and, know how to cook no more and you know we said on another session i can't even remember which one that we all can cook but this one does make you feel like you can't i'm, like, I'm telling I'm you garbage in these these kitchens it's that salt-free seasoning because mm-hmm. then when you taste the food you be like oh this what it really tastes like oh i didn't all know fish, nasty. I didn't all know fish was so bland oh the meat the vegetable. The only thing be popping be fruit. And that is not on the list. And and we can't eat it. (laughs) Can we talk about how trash turkey is, please? Oh, yeah, we can have turkey. But we usually, we have been eating it in turkey patties. Dr. Wall and I was talking earlier about her having the turkey fish and the chicken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we we can't have turkey. But we had only eaten it in the ground Mm -hmm. meat form. Dry straight chalk the, the one that we gotta do the 99 percent. straight chalk. turkey oh, yeah. already lean mm-hmm. i was like powder that's what it it crumbled like powder in my mouth when i ate it i don't even open my container i just steam it so some more moisture get off in there and then i put the avocado on top because i'm like this is garbage <laughs> see that's why we ha- we started fixing them our meats that day while we was in session, we and that's why we don't get all our uh, meals because otherwise it's gonna be dry. Crazy. It's dry period. I just can't do it. And you, have like, it the, <laughs> <laughs> you have to take it straight from You have to take it straight straight from the bread cooker and to your plate and start eating. Yes. <laughs> Man, it's so hard to be healthy. Because I don't even want to say lose weight. Man, it is so hard to be healthy mm-hmm. because you realize how one there's so much processed stuff out here Mm -hmm. and how little like fresh stuff was uh, there is and how our culture is not now is not really set up for you to be really be able to cook, Hmm. you know, because most people work eight to 12 hours a day. I'm just going to give a pretty wide range there because that's, you know, depending on the field you're in Mm -hmm. and then you have, If you live in a metropolitan area, anywhere from um, on the low end, I'll say a 30 minute commute all the way up on the high end. Some people have an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. potentially two hour commute. So you've already taken up a huge chunk of your day. Yeah. Now, mind you, if you got to sleep. So that's another chunk that's taken out. So you may have in a given, you know, 24 hour period, say a solid five hours, maybe. Hmm maybe and some of that's morning time and some of that's evening time Mm -hmm. you know depending upon when you decide to go to bed and it's like okay I'm supposed to also cook a full meal yeah and work out and don't have children you know not all of us are childless but you know if you have Mm -hmm. small children on top of that you're supposed to you know take care of them do their homework and prep them for the day I mean yeah that's why I gotta get my money up because I think I might need a nanny or (laughs) Mm, I would Mm -hmm. I thought about a maid you ain't never like I thought about a chef I know these are all (laughs) first world problems that we are talking about but it's just like I need some more convenience so that I can do the things I actually want to do yes because I don't do a lot of the stuff that I want to do on a consistent basis Mm -hmm. like I need to do this this is what's coming up next this is what I have to do and you kind of get lost in that shuffle, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I show. I wish I had a chef. I wish I had a trainer that can come to my house, <laughs> <laughs> so I can meet you there and train me. And then I'm already at the house. You got to be the one to drive. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because by yes. the, yeah, by the time we get off of work and go to the gym and get home, it's already nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Who cooking? Uh, not I said the cat (laughs) y'all know me my stuff is already meal prepped but I'd be like I don't want this I don't want this at all the other day I was like man I could eat some turkey chili from the whiskey cake restaurant everybody who know what the whiskey cake restaurant is it's delicious It is, and then they got a whiskey cake that's like this toffee. I need to stop because I, I, don't, <laughs> you, I don't, don't you, you should have the seen road. How, see, this is why we need video, guys. Because you <laughs> should have seen Dr. Wall's eyes when she was like, "They got a whiskey cake." <laughs> <laughs> like them two together, it's real spicy. It, it hits you right in the back of your throat. Uh uh-uh. mm, <laughs> okay. It's delicious. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm have to go treat a person like that later. I said we might to go treat ourselves later. Oh yeah. When where is it here? um i think it's irving oh okay that's not too bad yes yeah i think it's irving okay. not bad at all but well, yeah well what y'all think y'all want another stimulus package Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah why why do y'all want another stimulus package because the government don't want to give it to us I mean, I definitely don't mind, you know, putting money aside for an emergency fund or, you know, retirement. Yes. (laughs) I mean, we've been blessed to be able to continue working, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that times are still not like hard. Mm -hmm. Like you have to kind of restructure a lot of things. You have to do a lot more delivery thing and, you know, that's money extra mm-hmm. money coming out your pocket so i'm all for a stimulus package i needed to not come back out in my taxes please yeah um yeah that's, that's the thing i'm that. worried about mm-hmm. my I, I guess my biggest thing is that the people like you said dr Wild, do agree we have been blessed because if i feel we even if the office even if we have to close the office for a couple of months for whatever reason Um, we're still able to work. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But there are some who don't have that privilege to work from home. Mm -hmm. They lost their jobs because their company's closed or they were laid off because of, you know, uh, downsizing or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. And that is what I think for me breaks my heart the most, you know, because I would consider us in this case to be privileged Mm -hmm. because we have the opportunity. But there are some out there who don't have that opportunity and Every they three million. million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think, um, while I think a stimulus check would be nice, mm-hmm. you know, in my particular case, it's not necessary. No, yeah. you know, it would be nice, but there are individuals, you know, like both of you ladies have said that it is necessary mm-hmm. uh, for them to receive it. Yeah. And they have not. And it, you know, Unfortunately, there's just been a great disservice done to so many people because they're, you know, as of the 31st, you know, landlords can go back to um, evicting people. And I I don't even want to think about the like tsunami of evictions that are about to be coming uh, around, you know, in the next couple of months. My thing is, it's not going to really be smart for them to do that anyway, because at the end of the day, who coming to move in? Ain't nobody coming to move in. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I definitely agree <laughs> I with you. you but the banks don't care about that. I get that. I get it. But at the the thing is, at some point, it has to be about okay, how do we get through this together, mm-hmm. and not every man for himself? Because in any great country, what ends up happening is the country collapses because you're not taking care of people properly. Do yeah. we live in a great country? <laughs> that's what I was laughing I mean, at. That's what you heard, Doctor Strickland. Okay, because <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you uh, say any great country." The native in me would say that hasn't been since the 1400s. Um, so <laughs> that's what I would say. Now it's not the worst; it ain't, but it's not the best either. Well, no. it sounds like the worst at this point, because, <laughs> and I'm saying at this point because of how we are failing our communities. I would say out of first worlds, yeah, we're definitely pretty low on the totem pole po- totem pole, excuse me. Um, you know, when it comes to first worlds, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have been seen as first in anything in a long time, maybe like illiteracy <laughs> or like <laughs> nothing like I'm glad you said, I mean like, you said <laughs> that so smooth like you know <laughs> like nothing positive like we're not leading anything Mm-mm. like I think a lot of people still have that thought process of home of the free home of the brave all that good stuff but we haven't been that country in a really long time and even then it was, still was a lot of struggle that mm-hmm. I mean you ask anybody who has you know still has first generation immigrants or whatever in their family, that's a hard struggle. And not saying that people need to have everything just given to them, but we be acting like, okay, this is a Cinderella moment. No, it's not. Not this moment. This this is not a a situation where we're saying that everybody just need a handout. No, Mm -mm. people need this. Yeah. Like their basic needs are not being met Mm -hmm. at this point. And if y'all need help on figuring out what those are, look up, maslow's hierarchy of needs oh yeah abraham maslow (laughs) Mm -hmm. i talk about that with my clients all the time when we we talk about living from survival mode Mm -hmm. and it's like look if your foundational needs are not met the stuff at the top don't even matter no not at all i think people forget that this pandemic and the epidemic and the amount of people that are continuing to die And the fact that we are going into a recession is trauma yeah. and prolonged trauma does not have good effects on the body or the mind or the spirit. Like it's just not going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I I, I'll be, this will be one of my disclosure moments. I was, when was it? Today is Friday. I think it was Wednesday. I was, uh, I I was doing my morning prayer and I started praying for the people, you know, um, our communities to be taken care of and things like and I just started crying because mm-hmm. I was like this is just so sad yeah I've um well, not the prayer part mm-hmm. but um I have had this kind of the last maybe couple of days this gloom and doom kind of um, yeah, when thank I, you. I didn't hear what you said. Ominous. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Think, assessment word. Okay, S A T up in this joint. A C T, A C G. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's better for minorities. Because I was thinking, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, cause I was thinking melancholy. Yeah, melancholy is a good word too. Yeah, um, but like almost like you know, on our um medical record, it says like incipient tears. Mm. Yeah, You know, like not necessarily like I'm crying or, you know, anything has dropped, but like you can feel like this, the Mm. welling, yeah, like the need to, Mm -hmm. but it just kind of hasn't happened. And I've found myself like, mm, I don't even want to say reminiscing, but because it's not in a good way, but I have found myself kind of like replaying old relationships in my head. Mm. Ruminating. Maybe. Uh, I don't think it's on a tape recorder kind of way, but Mm. just they're just, yeah, they're there. And then they kind of go away for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't even know why, but it's like, where did these thoughts come from? Mm -hmm. You know? And it's just kind of like, I think one of the things that sometimes we forget about being therapists is that, you know, we carry a lot of emotional weight Mm -hmm. of a lot of the people that we interact with Mm -hmm. and then on top of that we also have personal lives so then we have our own kind of our individual emotional weight and then our own relationships with family and romantic partners and friends and things like that Mm -hmm. you know so sometimes it can be it's just it begins to take a toll yeah you know I want to say it was like two years ago and we were having a um our end of the year situation that we normally have and we were talking about how eventually we want the office to be able to shut down like for the last two weeks of the year so that we can recoup Mm -hmm. and I will be so happy (laughs) when we get to that level to Mm -hmm. be able to do that so that we can be like our best selves like especially because usually we all kind of stair step stagger like vacation Mm -hmm. nobody has done that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it has been a rough year of going and going and going and going yeah and i know me personally and i think most therapists have this to a certain degree um the emotional um intake Mm -hmm. like i'm full i don't need nothing else the empath in me is like oh my goodness (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Like, it's a lot. Well, I think that um, compassion fatigue, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. seeing that term a little bit on, um, I guess, maybe social media. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of clinicians um, just kind of outside of our particular license licenses, but just clinicians in general, Mm -hmm. I think are experiencing a lot of compassion fatigue because, you know, we're expected to be on. You know, mm-hmm. that's the point of you coming to see us is so that you can, you know, essentially release and unload all of what your stresses, troubles, traumas and things like that. And then we're there to kind of help guide, you know, teach, encourage, support, you know, insert all of those types of um, words. Mm-hmm. And then you like you said, you know, your cup is runneth over after a while yeah and then on top of this year just the amount of stuff that's going on this year you know this is definitely one that is outside the norm Mm -hmm. visually you know these things probably have always happened you know throughout time but not in one year I I just (laughs) just think it's just so many things going on all at once Mm -hmm. like you know the government stuff, politician stuff, the social injustice. And then on top of that, you know, obviously we're clinicians. So we have clients who have individual stuff plus this stuff. And so it's kind of like, I mean, you have to, like you said, Dr. Strickland, we have to address all of those things while we're also going through the community stuff, the politician stuff, the governmental stuff and the social injustices because we are African American women. Mm-hmm. That- mm. I did I even, Yes. Yes. The intersectionality of it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just you have to really be self-aware. You really have to be, for lack of a better word, in your bag (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and paying attention to like, okay, am I good? Am I in a good place? Because I think oftentimes we don't give ourselves permission to not be okay and get the um, rejuvenation Mm -hmm. that we need like I'm I'm thankful that we do the podcast because y'all know I don't get to go outside um (laughs) with uh me being immunocompromised but I'm like I was thinking uh I think Tuesday I was like man I will be glad when I can get a bunch of hugs Hmm because yeah. you can't yeah, you can't you're mm-hmm. too close <laughs> do you got the rona got like- lots of <laughs> fist bumps and elbow bumps yeah, yeah. yeah. and mm-hmm. at this point i'm like don't even bump me because yeah. your clothes might have some on. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just yeah. it's a lot and i'm not gonna live my life in fear but i'm also gonna be cautious right oh yeah most definitely i mean you still have to i think that idea that you know if you're wearing masks and you're doing social distancing you're you living in fear i think that is the worst who who made that up First of all, there are tons of countries who have been wearing masks for decades mm-hmm. and they some of the same countries that don't have this high rate mm-hmm. that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it was an expectation. If you don't feel good, mm-hmm. there you- are literally four, four days in the Guinness book of world records at this point for Americans that have died from coronavirus. Mm. Make that make sense. Wow. Four. I did, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And four, I think three of them are from December. Ooh. That's <laughs> so sad. A lot. It's just a lot. Like, I, I get not wanting this to be real, but sticking your head in the sand is not going to be the answer to, you know, fixing the problems that are going on around us or making... Or- making America great. That's not going to help us. We have to do be solution focused and come up with actual solutions and not like, let's just go back to the way it was. Yeah. You don't poke yourself with a dirty needle and think you're not going to get no disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the hopes of not getting a disease. Well, if you don't think that this virus is real, then just go poke yourself with some needles, some dirty ones. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, with, you know, Texas, cause that's where we are. Texas being one of the higher, Uh, cases state like I was like okay I wonder why our numbers are this high and been this high high. I went and looked and I was like oh we never actually had a shutdown like when you go back and look verbatim like timeline for what the governor has said we never had a shutdown ever Mm. what happened was they shut down the schools yeah. And prolong that just to be on the safe side. But the state itself never shut down. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. This makes yeah. a lot of sense. They closed certain things, but yeah. for the most part, you could still do everything. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, because uh, Texas numbers have been in Burgundy for months. Like, and it- I haven't even heard, and maybe, I mean, I don't watch the news all day, so I don't know, but I haven't even heard (laughs) the governor come on the TV to say nothing. See, Mm -hmm. what ended up happening is I have a client who is up north and is in the medical field, and um, that particular client was wanting to, like, discuss, like, numbers and different things like that, which I'm totally okay with, not spiraling or going into, like, Situation in their mind, Mm -hmm. but that you know, that's their field. And we were talking about the difference between where they are and where I am, and it was like, Oh, okay. And it was like, Okay, they said this, they said this, they said this, but there was never anything like we had a state of emergency, but we did not have a state shutdown, Mm -hmm. and then. That state of emergency. I don't think it even happened until I I remember March, mm -hmm. and then April April. started talking about reopening. But I'm like, we didn't close. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And and for I I would say for me, I don't know about how you ladies feel, but I I guess for me, because we shut our office down, yeah, it felt like okay, we (laughs) we shut down. You know, smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't feel like that. We we is important. important, But you know what? I, I also should have realized that, well, he would have still had to work anyway, but my significant other is a truck driver. So he still had to work. Like we weren't even in no pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But he would probably be considered essential, essential anyway. Yeah. That's why he's I was like, moving mm-hmm. things across goods. The, the nation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You know, Derek still had to work, mm-hmm. um, but he's in automotive so he's essential too. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. That's I just crazy. never, and not to say this stuff like this wasn't going on. Um, but I just never thought that we would as a nation be treating each other like this. Like I'm so it's too much. I, I would have never <laughs> thought, I mean like of course in my mind in my academia, I learned about division, racism, discrimination prejudice, you know, all of it, plagues. Yeah. All of it I, Yeah. We, we read about it. We learn about them, but I wouldn't have never thought that I would be living through <laughs> any of this. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know? And, and, and then for, we're not only living through it, we don't have no help. Who going to help us? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like if we're in a bad Abusive relationship, and we have been shut off from the people who are who are our allies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's it's stereotypical, narcissistic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. abusive behavior. Good words. Good <laughs> words. <laughs> I agree. That's so sad. that scares me. Yeah, I mean, this year is definitely one that's going to be in the history book. <sighs> I wonder how it's going to be told, though. Mm-hmm. That's what I wonder. You know, when the. You know, the kids that are born this year, you know, and they're, what, another 15, 16, 17 years from now? And they're in whatever grade U.S. history is? I can't Mm -hmm. remember. It moves down every year. But, you know, what are they going to learn about this year? Because it is extremely unique. You know, this is a year where we've had uh, rainforest fires. You know, the continent of Australia was on fire on mm-hmm. fire. You know, we've had um of course coronavirus. We had an election year. We had We had uh the uh not for the first time, but I guess to this extent the first time where the outcome of the presidential election has been fought against um so much Mm -hmm. no real concession yeah yeah you know and then we've also got all of the social justice things going on Mm -hmm. I mean it is definitely a like we ain't been on this level of social injustice since uh the the 60s that's what I was but even before that the civil war Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the infighting <laughs> yeah i'm just like what is going on how is a nation of immigrants and all kind of other stuff fighting like this how y'all fighting over stolen land first of all we all immigrants except for the native americans so why I'm part I- native thank you <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but that's okay. what i'm saying like <laughs> only people that really should be fighting for their land is the native americans what will we fight i mean well we may have a percentage but i'm just saying like what we fighting for i don't know it don't make no type of sense it's sounds real country for <laughs> <laughs> i mean you are from tennessee that's true <laughs> tennessee <laughs> Take me to another place. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well you digress. I, I mean I'm I'm with you on that. I just feel like it don't have to be like this. Like even if you do want to protect what is yours, um, air quotes um it don't mean that it has to be at the expense of someone else. It Truth. doesn't have to be through hatred of someone no. else. That's a lot of energy. It is. It is a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I really just don't understand. Like, that level of evil. I just don't understand how, what? I don't understand how you hate someone because of the color of their skin. That, like, my intellect does not allow me to grasp that. I don't understand that. Like, I need somebody level of hate to come and explain that to me it's not rational so you Mm -hmm. can't be explained but the ironic part about it is is you have that level of hate but yet melanin is worth more than gold right now oh yeah (laughs) i said okay let me just go scrape some of this off (laughs) like (laughs) yes give me some stuff like what let me do a (laughs) swap it's it's crazy yeah and it's it's so draining uh, I had a client today that I was speaking about, um, speaking to, and she is not African American. I won't say her ethnicity. Yeah. She's not African American, but she is a, a person of color and she felt like she was being discriminated against, uh, the other day. Um, she was, I won't say the particular story cause if she ever listens then she'll know, but she felt like she was being discriminated against and she was, very frustrated and she said if me as this is my first time ever experiencing anything like this Mm -hmm. and she said and i'm frustrated i cannot imagine how black people feel and because y'all have gone through it for decades i said and she was like i don't even like i don't even know how to address this (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and she's because she was saying that um, after the situation happened, she ended up going to her nail tech who was also African-American and she witnessed, or oh, no, her nail tech told her about two discriminatory situations she mm-hmm. had like back to back. And she, she was like, she handled it so well. I said, that's because we used to it. Well, we don't have a choice. It's either. And it I told her that too: survive or die. Mm-hmm. I told I, I said, we don't have a choice, but to handle the situation. Well, well, one, because for And I can only think of this for black people. One is a representation of all. Mm -hmm. So if one black person acts out, that means we all act out. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not given the space to be an individual, you know, while we all scream that black people are not a monolith, but the people outside of our community see us that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, if you see one ratchet black woman one, you know, quote unquote thug, you know, dude, then that's just, we it's all, everybody. it's all sitting inside of us. You know, you may be a good one, but it's just the, the right situation hasn't happened for it to kind of creep out of you yet. Mm-hmm. That's it, why w- the good ones get licenses and things mm-hmm. so we can act ratchet with a license. Yes. <laughs> Cold <laughs> words. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I my I, I felt uh, my heart broke for her because mm-hmm. she had to experience what we've had been having to experience, yeah. you know, for decades. You don't wish this on nobody. No. And it makes me sad that we are not saying that it ever just went away, so that's not what I'm saying, but that it is back as overt as it is mm-hmm. across the nation. Now, yeah. clearly, we live in Texas. We know it's still overt, but mm-hmm. not to the level that it's currently at. It makes me be like, well, why did my grandparents do all these sit-ins and do all the stuff that they did living in Franklin, Tennessee and all that kind of stuff. Like what was the purpose of that for us just to go back here? Cause of one person inciting rage, you know, I've, this is a interesting thought that I've had, you know, a lot of people like to say, you know, older people like to say that they were a part of the movement and you know, all of these things. And I'm always like, but Where are the people that were, you know, in these videos and in these pictures? Because everybody, everyone likes to say they were a part of the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but there was a whole lot of people in these pictures yelling at people. They can't all be dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) everybody's grandparents weren't part of the civil rights movement. No, Mm -hmm. it was very, it probably was very few. Yeah. Because it was new. Now it's kind of like, now you probably would be shamed the other other direction so you're not gonna help like it would probably be like that more so now or you at least be held accountable for whatever Mm -hmm. but back then I don't really think that many people I don't feel like a lot of people felt like they had the right literally and figuratively to do that Hmm. yeah well I'm thinking more along the lines of like non-black people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that when you talk to when you watch videos of or you talk to um, you know, some non white individuals, there's a lot of people that say they supported this and supported that. And I'm like, but everybody wasn't a Bernie. Right. Right. I'm like, but that's not the way the country was set up back then. The way the country was set up was And my thing is separate if it but was equal. If it was that many of you that were a part of the movement, why is it still so heavy right now? Why is the law still the way it is? Why are there a, loops and holes and stuff in the, the, um, system. Say system. Yes. Cause I can't think of the word mm-hmm. <laughs> the, in the system, you know? So it, 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 and if, and if you were there, why did your generations after you continue the other way? Right. Cause to me that's weird because like, you raised them. Exactly. If I have alcoholism in my family, at some point somebody becomes a change agent that still shouldn't be happening as a major coping skill in the family now of course some people going to do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. but and it can still be in your genes and still in your genes but, but you t- change the environment the environment and it's not the family as a whole is battling with this it's one or two here and there mm-hmm. yeah that's not what we got right going on not saying everybody bad in America, not saying that at all in the United States of America. I'm sorry. Cause there's more than one America. I'm not going to be that American. <laughs> um, but it just, to me, I'm like, come on y'all grow up. Like y'all can't be this childish. Like it's like watching a whole bunch of children, children. Like mm-hmm. we were saying the other day, man, babies and women, babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Like it's just too much. I'm sick of it. Mm. Very, very much. Man, that's such a heavy subject. It is. It is. Can we talk about something lighter? Yes. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Doctor Strickland? Oh, I mean, there's all kinds of things <laughs> I would like to talk about. Come on, witty But uh, I don't know the appropriate things that I would, that I could talk about. Um, I mean, you can come with some inappropriates. No, that's a hard left turn. <laughs> I can't quite go that that sharp. Um, but one thing that you did say that I was just kind of like, hmm, you know, about agents of change. Mm -hmm. Have there been any agents of change in y'all's life this year? You mean like people, you mean like situations? Either. Has there been something, something or someone in your life that has steered it in a direction that? And that could be any direction that has just steered it, you know, clearly in something that you are uh, able to recognize. Hmm. Good question. Good question. Thank you. <laughs> I will say I don't really have a specific, like, personal person <laughs> or a situation that has happened this year but i had like the ending of a lot of things this year like the ending of my cancer treatment mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like going through all that process and my eyelashes coming back my eyebrows coming y'all know because i was ball headed mm-hmm. ball eyed as my <laughs> my grandfather would say ball eyed um up in here that and then also like the culmination of a on again, off again relationship that finally is like dead and note the freeness (laughs) (laughs) that I feel is like magnificent Um, to like not have that hanging over my head because I don't like being, um, I don't like not doing my best. Gotcha. And you know, in situations like that, because we are raised as women to be all things Mm -hmm. and which is not reasonable or rational. You have to think about, okay, what also is this person bringing? Why are you holding on to this situation so much? They just not compatible with you. You're not compatible with them Bye, bye, Mm -hmm. expletive. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I would say that those would be the only personal things that I can kind of think of, but there's been like stuff outside of me that's kind of been happening. You know, the, You know the social injustice you know that's that's that was rough it was it was many a days of uncontrollable sobbing because i'm like i'm sick of this ish Mm -hmm. um and it's unnecessary and then you know some of the the people that have passed this year you know Chadwick boseman you know being one of the main ones uh the year before, Nipsey Hustle. Like, it's just been some, like, monumental people that were really doing great things. And I'm like, dang. Like, life is really short, and you really have to take advantage of every opportunity that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dr. Jones? I think... um, I think for me, I would have to say... I agree with Dr. Wall with the social injustices. I think that really made me open my eyes to certain things um, that Mm -hmm. I saw, but didn't want to see, but now I have no choice but to see. Mm -hmm. And it also made me um, study my Bible different um, Hmm. because the I guess, main Holy Bible that we study. Um, I felt like it wasn't enough. Like it's not, it doesn't represent black people. And so it gotcha. took me on a journey of looking for more mm-hmm. of that God part. in me. Huh? That's it. That part. <laughs> yeah. It took me on a journey of looking for more of God in me through my blackness yeah, and so i that's hard it is you know that's one thing that i've noticed as well this year Mm -hmm. uh getting even though i've always been on that kick of educating myself spiritually but Mm -hmm. to sit back and think about The fact that the Bible that we currently have is a translation of a translation of a translation of a Mm -hmm. translation. Like it's, it's multiple times. And there are books missing. There are Mm -hmm. books missing. Mm -hmm. And something that I didn't even know that I recently found out like Mm -hmm. this month was that the image of Jesus that is represented in most places, except for a few places in like Brazil and a few places in Africa is actually the lover of Michelangelo oh Is it michelangelo is Don? well it might be michelangelo, michelangelo because he's the one who uh changed the features of it's the painting it's his lover and wow. so you like hmm. That's these jokers is out here worshiping the lover yeah he <laughs> he, wow. he changed the features of jesus and he changed the features of mary so then that is, then that is who it is. Like you, I knew these things, but I didn't know to this extent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you don't get the entire history lesson mm-hmm. and you only get bits and pieces, or you only learn, um, when you don't read your Bible or your Holy book in mm-hmm. its entirety and get information pieces together. Mm-hmm. and, and read outside um, books. Textually. Yes. There you go. Learn your, learn your words. And so I recently uh, ordered me a new book, a new Bible that Mm -hmm. has some 14 more books in it. Mm. And I'm actually, I'm actually going to order my father one because my dad's a minister. So I always kind of go through him like, dad, like what, what's, what's these 14 books? I ain't know about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so he and I had a long conversation about this. And like I said, I'm going to order him one too, because I need him to read it alone. Cause these are 14 books that I've never read before. Yeah. So I need to read these so that I can learn, understand it. Yeah. I think everybody's huh. trying to get back to their roots mm-hmm. and, and the difference between religion and, and spirituality. Sp- yep. Yep. And that's exactly mm-hmm. the journey. That's what all of this in injust- social injustice, mm-hmm. the b- politics and all of that. That's what, I've been trying to develop more of and I, and I, you remember, I think I said this on a different session in the beginning of the year. It was like a light bulb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't able to articulate it well because I didn't know what was, what it was, but I think it's this, like going to a traditional church now. I'm not saying I won't go whenever they open back up, but (laughs) I need something more. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a long, no, that was great. (laughs) thanks (laughs) <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah if it wasn't well thought out it sounded thought out i appreciate that Mm-hmm. come on dr james i know <laughs> with the insight that's awesome thank you yeah uh i don't know if i've had any major change agents um this year um well i let me um, pull that back I will say that I've ha- had some revelations for myself and my, you know, I've said in previous sessions that, you know, my personality, you know, several years ago versus my personality now are kind of different from one another. So I think as I've kind of been thinking about things that I want and directions that I want to go, being able to be more solid in, in, my own desires and communicating that with, you know, various people in my life and, um, not wavering from those expectations Mm -hmm. and not being afraid to move on. You know, something that I've talked with a lot of clients on is like, okay, so why are you continuing to do this? If it's no longer serving you and it's not serving that person also, you know, like, why are you continuing to do the same thing over and over? And, you know, I have caught myself kind of being caught up in that same loop, Mm -hmm. um, you know, at various stages in my adulthood So just looking at some of the quality of that's around me and that could be all the way from, you know, my socks (laughs) up to, you know, my relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, where's, am I exuding and walking in the thing that I have in my head Mm -hmm. because in my mind, I think I'm one thing, but then when I pull back and look at my behavior, am I actually Living the thing that's in my head. Yeah, That's deep. I like that. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theories. Come on now. Got <laughs> now deep on it. See, this. hold on now. <laughs> no, don't. no, 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 uh, no. no. Uh, uh. That's a session by itself. <laughs> okay. I told you. Because my light bulb was like, ding. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, I got a question. Okay. What's going to be y'all's word for 2021? Mm. Oh, yeah. I do this with my clients. What's your theme? (laughs) Your theme. What is your theme? Oh, man. So I would have to say my theme for 2021 is going to be transitioning. Okay. And what does that mean to you? So obviously, like I was just saying about the learning of new things about the Bible and things like that. So I'm going to be transitioning uh, a lot of probably how I see things, how I hear things, um, how I live, you know, my life out through the Bible. And then even just, um, some of my mentalities, I think also need to transition based on how I approached things in 2020. I also think that needs to transition as well. So I think for me, it's going to be like a, a whole, like grow uh, holistic type of growth- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gotcha gotcha um my theme for the year is going to be me or selfishness and not in the way that is selfishness to get over on somebody else yeah, but selfishness in thinking more about me um you know what inspires me what's holding me accountable what's what I want what I need, what I need to let go of, um, you know, what's healthy for me, what's unhealthy for me. So if I had a theme for 21, it would be me and then my, uh, it would be like my umbrella term and then, you know, kind of all of that stuff up underneath it. Um, I think that kind of fits with Dr. Jones's idea of transition. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of things for myself that I do think about other people a Mm -hmm. lot. I think about what they think of me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm one of those people that doesn't care about what other people (laughs) think um, because I do. And it does weigh heavy on me, especially Mm -hmm. the people that are close to me. You know, whether, you know, what they think about me, whether they like me, whether they love me. Mm-hmm. Whether they think I'm mean, whether they think I'm negative, whether they think I'm, you know, what or whatever it is. So if I had to have a, a theme for myself for next year, it would be focusing on me and learning to appreciate myself. Okay. Before you go, Dr. Mm-hmm. Wall, and another of, part of my transition is going to be my health as well. Okay. Well, I would say... Uh, my word or theme is going to be completion slash action, <laughs> but <laughs> completion. I almost said action. I'm glad I didn't because that's mm-hmm. your word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like in the the great words of Mortal Kombat, "Finish him," um, <laughs> or "Get over here." <laughs> um, I really want to see things come to fruition. The, I want to see my dreams be reality. I want to make sure that I'm setting my intentions, that I'm manifesting, that I am living the truth of who I am and what I want. And that's not all materialistic things, you know, that is, you know, relationships, uh, especially love life, you know, shout out to whoever my future boo is. Mm-hmm. Love you already. Stop tripping out here, dog. <laughs> Find me here. <laughs> Find me, okay? <laughs> um, you know, things like that. Finances, uh just everything. Mm-hmm. Spirituality. I mean, I've been on a spiritual, y'all know this. I've been on a spiritual kick for a minute for the last like probably 3 years. <laughs> but I'm just ready for to start seeing these things in the seen world and mm-hmm. they not just be in the unseen world. Mm-hmm. seems like we all kind of have something it's in the same vein, mm-hmm. you know, even though the word or the, the specific to it is yeah. a little bit different, but the, the thread of it is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I agree with you, you know, mm-hmm. being able to kind of like what I was saying a little bit earlier, like what's in my head is that's what's happening outside you know mm-hmm. like when we talk about health and we talk about finances and relationships and business and work and even with this podcast you know is mm-hmm. are the things that are going on internally are they tangible mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah no I like it Me gusta. all right any last words that's all folks (laughs) (laughs) well as you guys know we always end off with a quote so we thought we would give y'all a a good one here for you know wrapping up 2020 Mm, it's been a year Uh, this one is brought to you by the late great Dr. Seuss I learned there are troubles of more than one kind some come from ahead others come from behind but I've bought a big hat. I'm already you see. Now my troubles are going to have trouble with me.
1: Must be this control.
0: So okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at the Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, We are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.